This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture. Hello, you're listening to Frontrunner, and I'm Sophie Whiteman, a farm trader working with Frontier's Western sales team. As always, our market update has been written by experts across the business. Before we begin, a word on market prices and trading. Markets can be volatile and move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. My Farm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With the MyFarm account, you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates, and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm, with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk slash myfarminfo. Links to more information about MyFarm are included in the description notes for this episode. Let's get started with this week's report. Wheat markets. Today's wheat update has been written by our head of grain pool marketing, Simon Ingle. Simon notes that world wheat markets continue to fall this week following Russia's agreement to extend the Black Sea export corridor deal until the 17th of July. Prospects of a continued flow of Ukrainian wheat have kept speculative sellers active. Encouraging data for improved crop potential in both the US and EU added to the market negativity. US winter wheat condition gained two points to 31% now rated good to excellent, and US corn planting reached 81% completion, up 16 points on the week, which is six points ahead of the five-year average. In Europe, the EU crop monitor Mars raised its EU soft wheat yield estimate from 5.96 tonnes per hectare to 6.01 tonnes per hectare following a spell of favourable weather. This increase adds approximately 1 million tonnes to the overall EU production estimate, bringing the latest forecast to approximately 131 million tonnes, up 6 million tonnes on the year. French wheat crop ratings remain at a record high for this time of year, rated good to excellent, which compares to 73% last year. Paris wheat futures dropped to a 19-month low. Operations in the Ukrainian port of Pivdeni reportedly came to a halt this week due to Russia blocking the entrance of ships. With 1.5 million tonnes of agricultural goods waiting to be loaded at the port, traders became concerned that this action was preventing the extension of the Black Sea export deal from operating and took some cover. This offered wheat futures markets some element of support. A strong set of weekly EU wheat exports was also encouraging, up a notable 827,000 tonnes on the week, taking the total amount shipped this season up until the 21st of May to 28 million tonnes. With six weeks of the season remaining, realising estimates for a total of 30 million tonnes looks more likely even though year-end stocks could be up 4 million tonnes on the year. Helping the flow in rare trades, US millers are thought to have bought over 200,000 tonnes of wheat from Poland and Germany. North African countries Morocco and Algeria have been the primary EU wheat buyers so far this season, taking 4.5 million tonnes and 3.9 million tonnes respectively, despite strong Black Sea competition. 
Mars highlighted that there will be a need for North African countries to import a greater amount of wheat next season due to extensive dryness. In its first forecast for 2023 to 2024, the United States Department of Agriculture suggested a record wheat import need of 31.7 million tonnes, 2.3 million tonnes up on the year. However, this might prove too modest. Argentina, one of the world's leading wheat exporters, has experienced a complete contrast in its wheat production over the past two seasons. Ideal weather conditions in 2021 to 2022 saw the country harvest a record 22.15 million tonnes of wheat, resulting in a record export campaign that reached 16 million tonnes. This put them fifth in the world rankings ahead of Canada and Ukraine. However, this season, the country has experienced severe prolonged drought, which significantly reduced its wheat output to around 12.5 million tonnes, leaving a shortfall of 10 million tonnes available to export and a significant drop in agricultural revenue. The arrival of widespread heavy rainfall in recent days has eased concerns around the drought damaging the potential of next season's crop, especially as planting is imminent. The Buenos Aires Grain Exchange now estimates Argentina's 2023 to 2024 wheat harvest to be 18 million tonnes, although this is still 1.5 million tonnes behind the forecast made earlier this week by the USDA. Barley Markets Today's barley update has been written by barley trader Jack Logan, who works with the grain trading team in Bedfordshire. Jack says that old crop feed barley values have traded in a much narrower range compared with recent weeks, which reflected a relatively quiet week in the global grain markets. There has been demand domestically from trade buyers to the ports, as well as some spot compounded demand in the north and southwest of England. This has allowed for some two-way trade, with farmer selling also picking up now that the uncertainty over the Black Sea export corridor has been resolved, at least until the middle of July. New crop feed barley has also seen more two-way trade, with some domestic compounders taking cover given the significant drop in global grain markets since the turn of the new year. Spanish export demand is limited, even though barley crop estimates for Spain continue to fall due to the drought it has experienced so far in 2023. However, outside of Spain, European barley crops look to be in good condition, with crops now benefiting from sun sunlight. The latest update for the French barley crop has winter barley rated at 90% good to excellent and spring barley at 95% good to excellent. With UK crops also in good condition, it is forecast that the UK will have a large exportable surplus to market for crop 2023. As a result, we will need to remain competitive against other European origins. There is no demand for old crop malting barley, with buyers now covered up until harvest. With said harvest fast approaching, new crop remains very illiquid with values following the trend lower, just like other global grain markets. Oilseeds Markets Today's oilseed rape update has been written by James Needham, who is head of oilseeds specialising in grain trading based in Lincolnshire. James mentions that rapeseed markets closed £10 per tonne higher this week, following a string of lower weekly close fuelled by plentiful supply and relatively weak demand. However, this week's gains feel more like a respite rather than a reversal in market direction, as fundamentally very little has changed for the rapeseed market. 
If anything, conditions for developing crops around the world have improved. There are many estimates for over 21 million tonnes for the EU crop. Canadian and Australian plantings are also progressing well. Biofuel issues are again at the forefront of the market. This week, the EU Vegetable Oil and Protein Meal Industry Association, FedOil, published a letter which outlines its concern around used cooking oil imports from China. These imports have been entering the EU and allowing producers to double count government credits. An additional worry highlighted is that the imports are not genuine used cooking oil and are instead stealth palm oil shipments. The outcome of how the EU regulators deal with this could be bullish or bearish for rapeseed markets, as the regulators may either choose to support domestic biodiesel origination or continue to wind down the industry, as seen in Germany and Sweden recently. The biofuel story will remain topical and important in the coming weeks, but other factors to watch include US weather for early-stage soybeans and whether the US debt ceiling, which places restrictions on government spending, is altered. Pulses Markets Today's Pulses update has been written by Harry Bulmer, who is a trainee grain trader based in Lincolnshire. Harry says that the old crop market has been quiet this week, with limited beans and peas coming off farm and a general lack of domestic demand. Currently, there is also a lack of trade for new crop pulses, which is likely due to the unclear demand picture. The outlook for new crop pulses is a 2% increase in planting area. This gain will come from beans as total pea planted area is due to fall by 6% if estimates are accurate. Favourable weather is forecast leading up to harvest for beans, and the market is reflecting this with lower new crop prices. Peas look like they will continue to trade at similar levels. If the human consumption market returns, this will be supportive for pulse prices. How competitive UK pulses will be in the human consumption market will be influenced by Canada. With Canada having favourable weather conditions and large carry-through stocks of over 15%, its pea supply is much higher. High demand from China and Bangladesh and a similar picture on beans means exports are expected to increase and create strong competition. Fertiliser markets Today's fertiliser update has been written by Adrian Steich, who is our National Fertiliser Commercial Manager. Adrian states that the new season fertiliser market opened this week, slightly later than last year, mainly due to the later spring. Gas prices have fallen as the demand has reduced, leading to a significant reset in prices from our suppliers. For advice on new season fertiliser, crop production planning and risk management, speak to your local Frontier contact. This was Frontrunner for week ending Friday the 26th of May 2023. Thank you to Simon, Jack, James, Harry and Adrian for their insights. We hope you'll join us again next week for another grain market update. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch with us by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information as well as to our blog and socials can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.